Hello and welcome back, episode number 15. We are back, folks. Hope everyone's well. Now this week, it's uh, keep it short and sweet again. I'm on my own. So we have some very special guests coming up. Uh, we have uh, a number one selling author who's just got to number one in the Amazon charts. Say no more about that. Um, looking forward to that. We have another transatlantic interview coming up. Uh, we have another couple of uh, names from my past, actors. It's all very exciting. So there's things to look forward to. But this week, it's just me. So you're just going to have to deal with it. Hope everyone's well and having a wonderful week, has had a wonderful week since we last spoke. Um, I haven't prepared much this week um, because I didn't want to spend too much time uh, talking about things that were irrelevant, which I nearly did do. Um, there will be a fun section to this podcast today, but initially I just want to start off very briefly before I get to recommendations or any of the fun stuff. Um, I want to jump straight in and talk about the situation in Chechnya. Now, um, as if you have been following it, it's not necessarily been the most easy thing to follow on mainstream news, certainly BBC, Sky, as I've mentioned before, it's kind of gone down in the ranking. That's the the nature of the beast, sadly. Um, but to keep it in your eyes and ears, really, um, to say that, uh, if you don't know, that there, the petition that I was encouraging you to sign um, on allout.org and change.org got up to two million people, and that's fantastic. But then five of the activists from Russia went to deliver it. And they went with boxes, mainly empty boxes, but just to make a point, to deliver it to uh, the people in power. And as they were on their way, they were arrested. And the the signatures were all on a USB stick, apparently. Um, and I don't know, I'm still failing to kind of work out whether they have kept the USB stick, whether the Russian authorities have kept it or not. But anyway, um, there is a, an upcoming uh, trial date for the five activists for delivering it because um, they were accused of something like public obstruction but um, and, and, and kind of inciting pu- public uprising. Um, and so they were held, they were detained, they were let out on the same day. Um, but there is, and I'll put the links to it, um, there is a place where you can donate money to help them pay their uh, fees. I'm not usually going to encourage anyone to put money in. You do choose your own charities, of course, but this one I think is important. Um, I'll put all the links. Um, so if you're uh, listening through iTunes, the links will be there and likewise on SoundCloud. So please jump in. And even if it's just a couple of pounds, um, just one coffee less than you would normally have in a week or dollars, wherever, whatever your currency is. Um, if you have got uh, just a couple of dollars, pounds spare, jump in and do that because every little bit will help them and uh, they are doing their all and utmost to get the situation resolved. I heard that Angela Merkel uh, has uh, spoken to Putin herself. She was in Russia and spoke directly to him about it and brought up her concerns. So uh, a leader from another country has actually directly um, attacked this situation face to face with Putin. So uh, how much it is it is I'm not going to say it's not useful of course it's useful um but it's happening there are I think it was three French uh, gay civil rights groups gay activist groups who have also made petitions sorted out petitions and and voiced their concerns to their government and asking their government directly to pursue it with 
with the Russian government. So um, things are happening, things are bubbling. And, uh, you know, all I can say is if anyone else has bright ideas, I mean, there, there are things happening here and there have been uh, protests outside Westminster and uh, there, there, there have been people. Um, there's been a constant barrage of, uh, of, of, of emails and, and petition. Uh, partitions petitions going to our government so all i can say is just keep up the good work keep signing um put it on your facebook put it on your twitter um i'll again i'll uh, i'll put the link just to remind you i'll put the link for the five activists for their fundraising um and also put links to uh to the petitions because i think they're still active and you can still continue to express your concern anyway that serious part over and done with and moving on so this week recommendation is um tlc now you may remember tlc most of you will remember them and if you haven't remembered them right now you can go and google them but i'm sure a lot of my listeners will remember tlc from hits such as no scrubs and uh unpretty and just a really good band two really solid albums maybe they had more but two really solid albums that i still love to this day but they've released a new track called way back featuring snoop dogg and it's a precursor to the new album they've brought out and it's very much in the vein of everything they did before so all i can say is download that that's one of this week's listens and then we have from the new paul weller album which i'm working my way through and i can recommend uh you don't necessarily need to be a fan of his stuff but it's 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 very much uh it reminds me of some of his older style maybe a bit of a mix of uh his initial his first solo record with a bit of style counsel involved anyway there's one track called one tear which is wonderful so it's one tear it's paul weller and it's a track from a kind revolution and one tear features backing vocals by boy george so it's a complete 80s extravaganza all i can say is it works extremely well their voices together brilliant so very excited about that and then this is a theater recommendation this is something that I'm doing tomorrow. I'm going traveling to Brighton tomorrow evening to see Brighton in the UK. Brighton, for people who aren't from the UK, is a big coastal town, uh, about 50 miles out from London. So just so you have some idea of the geography for the rest of the world. Also to say this show may travel the rest of the world. So I'm selling it now. But as I've said on previous podcasts, if anybody has anything they'd like to sell, and I don't mean uh, like we're going to do QVC here, but if anybody has any shows or any books or anything they want to promote that would be of interest to my listeners, then please just say, give me a shout, drop me a line. I'm going to give you all the details of how to contact me shortly, but let's just look at this for a moment. Now, um, this is my friend, Laura Koenig, who I've been working on a show with that we're hoping to get up and running in the autumn or well uh, winter next year uh, winter next year winter this year going into next year anyway uh, both very busy but uh, we've done workshops and things are uh, kind of going full steam well I didn't say full steam but we're getting there with our work and between us and doing many other shows and bits and pieces we're getting there but anyway Laura Koenig 
great lady, wonderful actress, very funny, is doing a one-woman show at the Brighton Fringe, and it's brightonfringe.org, and the show is called Blocked, and the company is Pure Fluke Theatre Company. And it's a one-woman show, and I'm just getting up the description here rather than me, because I haven't seen it, but I'm recommending it, because it'll be good because Laura's in it. And... The event description is a black comedy about the silent society imposes on the infertile and how a famous comedian's act unravels as she cannot bear to bear a child. Um, and there is a, a review here I can read, a snappy dialogue on wonderful characters from the Camden Fringe Review, so it's been on before in Camden, without Laura, so this is her first time doing it. It launched last night, um, and it's only on till the 24th? 24th, so it's a limited run. It's £9, so any listeners in on the South Coast or people who might be heading down from other places to the Brighton Fringe, go and check that one out. It's at 8.30 at night at the... Oh, my goodness, full details. I'm going to have to go there, because I'm going there tomorrow, is at the Jukebox, Sweet Jukebox. Anyway, go to Brighton Fringe and you'll find it. So that's my recommendation for theatre. Next on today's agenda is I'd like to uh, thank and recommend Dan Judd, my friend Dan Judd, who created my website and has been uh, working on it ongoing. And Dan Judd can be found at Tide Mills Digital. And Tide Mills Digital is his company and he's trying to grow his own brand, shall we say, from there. So please do check that out, especially if you have things that you want promoted and you've decided it's time for a website he's the man to go to i'm not sponsored by squarespace like some people though i should be i've just mentioned them anyway this week uh just to say there have been issues with my website and that's not to do with dan it's to do with the fact that some ghost in the machine threw its glitch in and what has happened is people have emailed me i got about five, literally five through and had messages attached to them and I've been in touch with those people and uh, one of those people is, well this is how well it can go conversation back and forth, is going to become a guest with me in the future, in the next few weeks and uh, looking forward to chatting to that person. I'll tell you more again uh, probably when the person appears. So that's how it can work when it's working well. Unfortunately the glitch happened and then threw me a lot of spam email addresses along with a lot of real email addresses and I know people clearly had left messages but the messages somehow deleted so all I got was a bunch of emails and there was a lot of them that's all I'm going to say I'm not going to go into figures but I I was slightly overloaded with it and say no messages to reply to bar the five that happened before the glitch so what I'm saying is if you have submitted a question I humbly apologize go back again and do it again it's working now we've solved the glitch for now so please come back to me with questions because basically in the next month I do have one episode in mind where I want to answer your questions and I'm starting to build some up slowly but I want to get a whole bunch together and have one episode where I just answer all your questions and as I say I know that people had submitted so if you can submit again You just go back to the website, um, you can go to the contact, and then you can put in your message and send it to me. 
at the top it does say uh, you can connect to me about acting and other things, but that's the place to connect to me. Also, right next to it is my email address. And I'm more than happy for you people to email me. Really happy to receive emails from you. So go ahead and email me. The other way, and this is just as simple, if not simpler, is to go to SoundCloud. Go to my SoundCloud page, name of show. And in the top right-hand corner, there's an envelope. Click on that and you can send me a message. It's that simple. So what I'm asking for, really, if you haven't done it before, if you have, please submit again. And I do apologise and I will be forever grateful. But for people who haven't yet, just go to one of those forums, shall we say. Put in a question and your questions to me about things that may have come up from listening to me for the last 14 episodes. Anything at all. Um... I'm going to answer some questions today. There was one person who's asked to remain nameless and I'm going to I'm going to answer their questions because there was kind of multiple. So I'm going to answer them for fun today. But as I say, that person's asked to remain nameless, so I'm going to honour that. But you'll know who you are. However, um, the rest of you, if you please can get submitting questions. If you have, again, any thoughts on other people that you might like me to talk to, or you have listened to other podcasts, or you have people yourselves, or you think you have something my listeners would like to hear, contact me. All I'm saying is go ahead, be brave. People are starting to be brave now. I'm not scary. Jump in and contact me wherever in the world you are. And even if you are further afield, I've been doing Skype interviews. I've got one coming up. It doesn't matter where you are. We just have to get the time frame sorted out. So submit questions. All right. Also, as a pre-warning, I may possibly lose an episode. By that, I mean there's a period coming up where things are going to get extremely busy. I'm starting rehearsals in the not-too-distant future. I have quite a lot of work teaching and other bits and pieces couple of voice things and uh, I have my ongoing looking after my parents Uh, I need to be assisting with that so there may be a period where a week goes by so all I can say is apologize if it doesn't happen I will try my all and utmost to make sure you get your regular dose (laughs) I'm a dose a regular dose each week but just to pre-warn in case there is a week that goes astray and I don't appear to apologise now in advance. I'm hoping it won't happen, but just in case, bear with. So, this is the silly part. And say, nameless person, here you go, I'm going to answer your questions. Um, I stuck these down on my phone. This is somebody I was working with who said, well, I'm going to throw you some and this will be something fun in between while you're waiting for, because as I say, I'm waiting for all my other questions to come in from all of you so I can make one episode that is strictly uh, you people and I can name check you and I can put your Twitters down and your Instas and all the other things you might like me to mention you on. Um, So please go ahead and do that. But anyway, so this person who is somebody I work with occasionally, has set me the task. Um, Top fives. This is all a bit Heat magazine, a bit less Guardian, probably a little bit more Daily Mail. Anyway, top fives of things. Um, They're varying. Anyway, the first one (laughs) is your top five hot men, male actor type people. So celebrities. So here goes. (laughs) I'm not going to do colours, don't worry. So, Keith 
will allow me and bear will bear with me with this game and uh, some of these people he will agree with and some he'll just say really um but we we do uh, actively uh, swoon at actor swoon what century do i live in sometimes anyway um so top 5 hotties shall we say for goodness sake um sweat patches that's people who used to read heat magazine will know what i'm talking about I'm referencing silly things. We're not going to do the most sweaty people in the industry. Well, some of them might be in my top five men. Anyway, I digress. So the top five are... Number one. At number one, Keanu Reeves. Now, Keanu Reeves, for so many different reasons, um, yes, he's incredibly good-looking. And uh, when he's in point break and he's in surface shape and uh, when he's in speed... Uh, Dracula, even though the acting in Dracula and Much Ado About Nothing isn't amazing, he looks fantastic. However, and The Matrix, my goodness, style, style and attractiveness. But the one that really, really, really ticked all my boxes, it's not Bill and Ted, is My Own Private Idaho, which is a Gus Van Sant film. If you haven't seen it, go and find it. It will be somewhere. It will be either on Netflix, Amazon, YouTube, or alternatively, buy it. Go and buy it. Find a DVD. It's a wonderful film. It's very atmospheric. It's filmed mainly in the northwest corner of the US. Seattle, Portland, and other bits of Oregon, which apparently stand in for Idaho. I've been to Idaho, and I romanticized about this film while I was there then I discovered that the long winding roads or less winding long straight roads that run through desert land weren't actually the ones I was on they were in Georgia anyway I digress again it's a beautiful film there's a a, a scene between Keanu and River Phoenix River Phoenix is the co-star and River Phoenix's character is in love with Keanu it's loosely based apparently on Henry the fourth part one um, if you are a Shakespeare buff. Um, I won't go any further into that, because if you're not, you're going to say, I'll just read the synopsis. So anyway, all I say, it's a wonderful film. And in that, I fell for Keanu. And that was the beginning of my love affair with the man. Keith does have some similarities. And when I first met him, he did have that. And that's not the reason we're about to get married is not because he looks like Keanu, but that didn't didn't sort of spoil things at the beginning, shall we say. Anyway, so that's Keanu at number one. Go and watch My Own Private Idaho. And of course, River Phoenix is in it as well. So wonderful campfire scene between the two of them in that film. So romantic. Keanu Reeves, number one. Number two is Justin Theroux. Justin Theroux, who is married to Jennifer Aniston and is in one of my favourite TV shows, The Leftovers about um, a million people disappearing off the face of... Well, 10 million, 100, 100, 100 million, I think it is actually. A lot of people disappear off the face of the earth. And they call it the sudden disappearance. And Justin Theroux is playing the police officer, a police officer in this town where a lot of people especially disappeared. And there is a cult in this town called the Guilty Remnant. And the Guilty Remnant are a peculiar breed. They're a new religion. They don't speak. They continually smoke. They chain smoke. And they all wear white. 
and they're quite disturbing because they don't speak. Um, and I don't want to give you too much about the show because I'm not telling you about the show. I'm telling you about my fo- top top five hot men. Difficult to say in the morning. <laughs> but anyway, Justin Theroux, who's also related to Paul Theroux, the travel writer, and uh, Louis Theroux, the UK's top documenter. Documentarian. Documentarian. There we go. I've just made up a word. Probably isn't. Anyway, Louis Theroux, if you haven't seen his stuff, it's on Netflix all around the world. And he's just recently, well, last year, made a documentary about the Church of Scientology. And his taking it is slightly, as far as I can tell, because I haven't seen this one yet. I've seen all the others, but I haven't seen this one. It's uh, it's a slightly more tongue-in-cheek, humorous look at it, um, and he does push all their buttons, as far as I know from the trailers. And I've heard uh, good things from people. But anyway, Louis Theroux is his cousin, his English cousin. And he's married to Jennifer. I love all of her films. She's also one of my favourites. We might come to her in list of other things shortly. But however, so that's Justin Theroux, very handsome. And he jogs in the first episode of The Leftovers. That won it for me. That's all I'll say. And the third one is an actor called Corey Stoll. Corey Stoll, um, most recently featured in Girls in, I think he was in five episodes of Girls, something like that. And he played um, Andrew Reynolds' character's boyfriend and he was a news anchor and he was a bit full of himself, which is okay because he plays full of himself very well. I think he's probably not like that. I've watched interviews on YouTube, he's not. So Corey Stoll was in that, he's bald. He's proof that bald is beautiful. And he was also in a show, I discovered him in a show called The Strain. And no, it's not about people with bowel issues. It's about vampires in New York. It's about a, 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 a virus that hits New York, New York City, and uh, wipes out half the population and turns them into uh, violent vampires with tongues that go on for miles. It's all I'll say. It's, 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 it's quite gory. Keith doesn't like it particularly. It's a bit silly, but for me, it's a nice distraction. Um, and I discovered Corey from this show, even though the first season he wore a wig. Anyway, Bald is Beautiful, Corey Stoll. He was also in Homeland. And I don't want to tell you what he's in that because it would spoil it. But anyway, Google Corey Stoll. Very attractive. Um, then we have a chap called Matt Tebbett who is not a Hollywood actor. He's actually a TV chef food expert. (laughs) Now, Matt Tebbett, I discovered one morning in pantomime, I was in my digs, turned on the TV just again for distraction before I went off to work. And there is a thing, a show called uh, Saturday Morning Kitchen, which is a chat stroke cookery stroke um, uh, current affairs fun sort of bits and pieces show anyway Matt Tebbett was standing in for the regular presenters I believe he might now be a regular presenter of Saturday Morning Kitchen anyway digressing he is very much uh, very English very rugby uh, in looks and spirit and uh, that's something that appeals to me so Matt Tebbett Google him some people will probably wonder what I'm talking about but for me anyway ticks is ticks is the boxes ticks is the boxes yes um and then oh god are we through it yet and then we have John Ham I'm going to go with John Ham um because John Ham uh wears clothes well 
and and he looks quite you know unpleasant shirtless but he's 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 a good uh, clothes horse um in mad men and uh, and then has also appeared in 30 rock that's kind of where we discovered that he was also extremely funny and knows how to take the pee out of himself um and has also recently appeared in the unbreakable kimmy schmidt um so yes knows doesn't take himself too seriously so uh big fan of him um very handsome uh broad shoulders there we go and oh god is that all of them that's what i'm going to give you for now because there are others um i also uh, yes i have a kind of provisional list that include justin timberlake you know who he is giles corin who is a bbc presenter um a very clever man and i like him for his brain as much as his handsomeness keith agrees with me on that one and oh and joseph gordon levitt uh because he's a bit of a dude dude and he's politically politically minded but doesn't force it down people's throats um does some he's a, he's a really good actor and has done a lot of interesting films and is happy to do slightly more independent stuff and uh, again i've heard him interviewed in lots of different arenas and i really like the guy i think he's a really good bloke so those are my top five including uh, i suppose the fifth one was a group of different people but anyway that's what you get for that so that's part one how ridiculous the next one is top five albums i can do this one and i've kind of i i i i, I didn't really want to prep this one because it changes all the time so here it goes top five albums um i'll go from number five to number one number five i'm going to choose i have to choose a madonna album i've talked about madonna ad infinitum so she has to be in there uh, there are so all all her, i love all her albums let's face it there's pretty much only who's that girl that i don't actually own there we go there's a confession on a dance floor um confessions on a dance floor that's one in fact i'm going to change it i was going to say ray of light but i'm going to change it to confessions on a dance floor because it reminds me of a particularly happy time things were going very well in the world things are still going well but it was a really good time um and uh it's it's definitely actually yeah it beats ray of light it's such a positive record and it's just a dance record really and it's so upbeat and even the, even though there is some serious stuff in there are some messages being put across it's just uh, a bit of a stomper there we go so that changed live ray of light i love as well um I, I, oh God, I could, I could, yeah I, there's arguments for all of them but i'm gonna go with number five confessions on a dance floor madonna um actually but the one song i don't like on that controversially is hung up not a big fan of that track the rest however love so there you go um the fourth one oh my god it's difficult i should have prepared but no i said no i'm just going to do this fourth one is the the there we go the the um the 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 infected is the name of the album by the the um and i love that it's also a a, a video album is one of the first things to do that so there is a uh, I don't know if it's on, I'm sure it's on um, DVD, but there was definitely a VHS of it that I have somewhere in a case. And uh, I still love listening to that album. It's probably my favourite, I suppose you would call independent album. 
Um, and Matt Johnson, who is the lead singer, was also a bit of a heartthrob for me at the time. And I can definitely recommend, if you haven't listened to it, go and discover it. There's a track on it called Out of the Blue that is... And I use this word so often about songs, but there I'm a big fan of music. It's incredible. It's incredible. Um, it's quite a dark sort of sexy kind of I don't really know how to describe it it has a story a lot of the, a lot of the tracks on it have a story and there's one track in particular that talks about the 51st state of the USA and the UK being that and let's hope that uh, well listen to it and, and, and see how you feel at the end of it is all I'll say it's a great album anyway go listen um, the third one I'm going to go for something more recent I'm going to go for Hon Hoon. <laughs> I've had arguments with people about how you pronounce this. But anyway, them, Warm on a Cold Night. I, dis- I discussed this way back, podcasts and podcasts ago, about what a good album it was. It's still one of the most played albums. It's very current. Uh, the song Warm on a Cold Night is great. Uh, every song on it pretty much could be a single. And I love it. And I love them. And... I'm selling it to you again. So there. And so where are we? Three, two, a second one I'm going to go for. And I say these change all the time. But today off the top of my head is going to be George Michael. Older. Um, because he did mature, funnily enough, with that album. And uh, Spin the Wheels, one of my favourites. So all the tracks, again, I could, I'm not going to just list track names. But it's such a wonderful album. If you've never listened to it. And I don't think you need to be a massive George Michael fan to it. It's very, very atmospheric. Go and investigate. Please, please, please. It's a wonderful album. And uh, it's it's probably, in my opinion, probably his best album. And then number one, you might guess. Can I hear you shouting out the name Prince? <laughs> yes, of course. Prince, Purple Rain. Purple Rain. It'll always be something I go back to. Um, just incredible. Uh, I, I sat down and listened to it again before uh, we went to that Prince party I talked about. And I listened to it kind of the day to get myself in the mood. And it's just a superb album. You don't need the film to go with it. It is incredible. The Revolution are playing around, touring around the US and I'm hoping they might come to the UK because I don't think I'm going to be able to afford to get to the to the US to see them. But anyway, they're doing a tour and doing a lot of uh, Purple Rain, of course, uh, with Wendy, of Wendy and Lisa, singing a lot of the Prince parts. But anyway, Beautiful Ones is probably, if I have to say today, my all-time favourite track would be The Beautiful Ones. And again, if you haven't heard it, you must go and listen now, okay? And then the final one for today... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of this silliness I hope you're enjoying as I say next week it's uh, it's all going to change and uh, I have a really really fun but very interesting and intriguing guest so uh, so this is the last bit of frivolity before we go into that is so I was told and I genuinely haven't thought these through is inside the actor's studio which is I can recommend if you've never seen well, especially Jennifer Aniston. There's an episode, a Jennifer Aniston episode, and it made me love her even more. I'm sure it's on YouTube, but she's such she's such a cool customer. I, I and I mean that, and I'm not cool as in cold. She's just really 
she's just good. I love her films. She's got, she's always had great hair, but it's not about that. She's just a really lovely person. And, uh, and yeah, I'm I'm a big fan, but I wasn't asked to, that's not the question. So I was asked to answer the questions they get asked. So I've just pulled up the questions and uh, the person who has asked me to do this is somebody who knows I, I occasionally do this with my students, but I've never actually answered this myself. So this is the full version. So the first one. So they just ask them questions as they sit there. I think usually the actors have had time to prepare, but I haven't prepared and I've been told to just do it off the cuff. So here goes. What is your favourite word? So today, my favourite word is turntable. (laughs) I just love the sound of the word turntable. It's something that I really want in life at the moment. I'm hoping and hoping, I'm hoping, I'm not French, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that in the next year I might be able to buy myself a turntable and equipment to play records and again to play vinyl. I've got loads of vinyl that just sits in a corner of this very room and gets dusty and I want to buy, I want to start buying albums on vinyl again because you can. Um, So, uh, and I love turntables. When I used to to entertain friends, probably with records that I didn't like as much, would practice scratching and showing my my scratching scratching skills on my turntables that I had before. Turntable, I didn't have two, I had one uh, at a time. I've had more than one, but one at a time. And it just brings up fond memories, the word turntable and needle, putting the needle on the record on the turntable. So that's my favourite word at the moment. Say, this is off the top of my head, so it might be complete nonsense, bear with. Uh, What is your least favourite word? Well, it's not a word. I hate lol as an abbreviation, but that's not a word, so that doesn't count. But I can just tell you I hate that. Um... My least favourite word is P, and I mean P-E-A as in the the, the thing, the, the, the vegetable, singular P's. People who know me know that I have uh, a, a intense dislike to singular P's. It sounds very strange, but it's I don't know where it started, but I cannot abide P's on their own. I, I don't mind the flavour of them. And if they're on a plate on, say, a roast dinner and they're part of the meal, I can eat them. And as long as I scoop them up and they all disappear in one go, that's probably where I'll start my meal. So they've all gone. Um, Or just not have them. I should just say I don't like... I do like them, but I like the flavour, but I don't like... If one rolls off onto the table on its own and there's a singular pea sat there and you're out for dinner with friends, it can put me off my meal. It can distract me from conversation. It turns my stomach. That's weird, isn't it? But it's just one of those things. So I don't like that. So I don't like the word P. Horrible. Um, what turns you on creative, spiritually or emotionally? Oh, my God. Turns me on creatively. Let's go through word by word. Turns me on creatively is... Um, creatively, I like... Uh, turns me on... That, that, that gets me excited is having someone to banter with having another actor or writer and a natural flow starts to happen that sounds incredibly rude but yes when there is a back and forth whether it's just doing a scene with someone you know it's going well there are some people 
and I know they listen to this podcast, uh, there is one actor in particular who uh, has played... I've had many people play sons, but two, actually, in fact, two of the people who've played my sons, and I'm not going to name them because <laughs> because there's a few, but uh, I have played my sons in plays, and luckily with two of them, there was such a natural rapport, and the mother-son relationship in both cases really worked well. <laughs> um, and so there was the word banter. There's a word I don't like particularly, but um, yes, there was banter and it was just natural. So it's kind of that. Then you just know when you're working with somebody and you feel it, you feel their energy and you both have the same energy and you're both coming from the same place or a group of people, same thing. Spiritually, I like people who are realistic and honest about their their feelings about the bigger picture um whether it be religiously or otherwise but but spiritually I, I like people who are probably in a similar vein as me that that, that they find their spirituality within themselves which sounds really oh my god as i say it sounds really a little bit too self uh reflective is that the word um Yes, so people who are who probably people who kind of use the same kind of mindfulness based stuff to live their lives, and I find that quite spiritual, so I'd say that. Um, and emotionally, again, it's people who aren't afraid to wear their heart on the sleeve, shall we say that much? Yes, um, what turns you off? So, I suppose, in the same way, what turns me off, but, um fascists racists homophobes um that's probably it everything else within reason I, i'm willing to to, to 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 accept in the world but those are the main things people who force their opinion on you uh or are trying to force their opinion on you and they're right and the rest of the world is wrong or you're wrong and you don't get a, a look in I suppose that could be considered fascist, but um, yes, uh, and and unnecessary angriness and oh and and Twitter trolls. I mean, people who have time to waste on just being angry with the world and other people and 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 just attacking people, just sitting at home with nothing better to do than to attack people because they've dared to have an opinion to 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 go out and be a performer write an album write a a film write a play uh to 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 well and there's a lot recently on the this is this week's mention of RuPaul's Drag Race a lot of the the drag queens on the show get attacked regularly on social media just because and sometimes because they're nice Anyway, so people who got too much time on their hands. Uh, what is your favourite curse word? Oh, goodness. I suppose. Now, if you are a relative, please block your ears now. <laughs> okay. And it's, here goes, block your ears. People who shouldn't be listening to me swearing, it's, motherfucking cocksucking pig fucker oh my god i said these terrible terrible words motherfucking cocksucking pig fucker there we go it's quite liberating now it's a it's a it's a it's it's a bunch of words strung together and it comes from 
a play that I was in that was written by uh, my chum, Ollie Lansley. Um, it's the first time I worked with him and it was a play called Immaculate and I've talked about it before and I was playing Lucifer, the fallen angel and he accuses the angel Gabriel of being that and is such a good expressive word um, and it rolls off the tongue. So there we go. Goodness me. Okay, family and friends, you can come back into the room. People get offended by swearing. What sound or noise do you love? What sound or noise do you love? Oh, um, I love the sound of a cat purring. I love the sound of um, a dog snoring. There's all animal stuff. Um, I like the sound when I'm sat on a beach. Here's a strange one. In the distant sound of an aeroplane climbing in the sky. Kind of not close. I don't want it right over the beach. But just the sound of... Of, of, of a distant plane soaring. I like that. Um, God, yeah. Oh, God, it's making me think. Um, and then, what sound or noise do you hate? Obviously, we all hate the sound of nails down a blackboard. And I'm sorry, people who take their babies on long-haul flights to Australia. And I'm not talking about friends who have done that because you've had to. But when people just do it because they feel like it and don't take your baby on a plane I'd rather have snakes on a plane babies on planes on long haul flights it's okay if you're just kind of a few hours going over for me flying over from London to Europe or up to Scotland or somewhere kind of not not far but when you are flying to uh, to the to the far east or to Singapore or to to the other side of the US and there's a baby crying it's not the baby's fault and it's quite often it's not the mother's fault but maybe just if you don't need to go hold out till the baby's just a little bit older because a crying baby for 12 hours or whatever is just so I don't it's not babies generally crying it's babies crying on planes there we go I'm sure I'm not the only one um God, you will hate me now um what profession other than your own would you like to attempt wow uh, what I like to attempt. Well, I mean, I have ideas to, to branch out into other things anyway. I mean, I've talked to you before about I'm very interested in life coaching. Um, but if I was going to kind of go back and start again, I would knuckle down and get on with maths and sciences a bit more. And I would have been interested in being a vet to, to help animals get better. Is that really soppy? It's the truth. I, I would. Yeah. I mean, it would really mean having to go back to, you know, uh, early days of school and really knuckling down. And uh, yeah, um, so veterinary surgeon. Well, just a vet generally. It doesn't have to be a surgeon. But yes. Um, what profession would you not like to do? I wouldn't like to be an ambulance driver. Though I have a friend who's... Uh, paramedic um, I just think I don't I, I'm not good animals I could cope with helping them out I, I mean I find it distressing humans in in states of pain and distress nah um, I, I just nope um, but I, I take my hats off to people who do that as a, as a job um, good on you but I couldn't do that myself. Um, the other thing is uh, be a bank manager. 
<laughs> because I'm useless with numbers. There we go. And then finally, final question. Um, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? So if heaven exists. Yeah, well, uh, so if, if I'm going somewhere and that's the scenario, I would like the first thing for the all consuming power that is running the place to say this way to the cocktail bar Matthew god that's a rubbish answer there we go so ladies and gentlemen <laughs> i hope you enjoyed that bit of frivolity as i say next week um i'm really excited about my up and coming guest so do tune in again um this will be a nice short one for you um i think it's gonna be about 45 minutes or so um Please, as I say, do keep subscribing. If you haven't subscribed, do it now. Um, comments and thoughts and questions to me on those places that I said. I'll put links to the uh, to the funding for the Chechnya stuff. And keep listening. Have a wonderful week. Ladies and gentlemen, I really do appreciate you listening. Keep coming back for more. And I'll see you very, very soon. <laughs> <laughs>